I am very excited about today's call, but before we get started, we have Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching with the product of the week. Jesse, tell us about the product that you've discovered. Hey, Steven. So we're always talking about how to improve your interview, your paperwork, etc. But something that almost every single pageant takes into consideration is your walking and your posing, whether it's an evening gown or a swimsuit. That is such a key component with how to boost your score is how you present yourself on stage. Yeah, I say if you're going to spend money on one thing, it's got to be like how you present your dress, your body and all that. If you have the best dress, the best body, but you don't know how to present it on stage, it's just not going to translate effectively. So what do you have in the category of like walking and posing? So in walking and posing, we have a great opportunity for those of you listening, and we have walking and posing classes, and they can be done via Skype. So get your camera set up, get your heels on, and we can live action, interact with each other, seeing your walking and posing and correct on site, whether it's your posture, whether it's your arms, whether it's you're bending your legs when you're walking. I can see it instantaneously and provide you that feedback. So it's a great offer. It's $100 for two 20-minute sessions. And those can be used at any point in your preparation. I usually suggest one as you're just starting out so we can correct immediately so you don't make those bad habits a habit. And then one right before you start your pageant, like a dress rehearsal. Yeah, that's great because not everybody has a knowledgeable walking coach in their backyard or they have to drive hours and hours and hours in order to get to one. So it's cool to be able to fire up the computer and just join you on Skype to where you can course correct. And I've actually seen you do these sessions and I was amazed just in that 20 minutes, like what you were able to course correct and pick up just from that video chat. So that was awesome. It's it's so much fun and it's so important because most pageants, over 50%, not all pageants, but most pageants, over 50% of your score is based on a category in which you're walking on stage. So it's little things, hand placement, uh, posing, how to keep your feet, how to keep your body aligned, etc. that you may just not think you're doing. So having those extra set of eyes really goes a long way. Awesome. And do you remember the URL that they can use to, in order to find it, just quickly type in from their phone or whatever? So for our listeners, you can visit pageantplanet.com backslash podcast. Awesome. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Stephen. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the call. Jesse and I are going to discuss what, like, how to really use color to your advantage in pageantry. So, Jesse, kick us off and, I guess, start the introduction, if you will. One of the most common questions that I get from our VIP members who are looking to choose their pageant wardrobe is, what color is best for my complexion? Or what colors should I gravitate to for interview? And I really wanted to do this podcast because it's such an important piece of information. How do you select those colors that, one, not only work for your coloring, but two, what's really going to serve you personally? Because in that personal brand, color is so important with developing that even further and a visual component for those judges. There's just so many questions that I have pertaining to this. Okay. So first (laughs) let's do broad strokes. Um, Does a girl's hair color really matter? Like what kind of color that she wears? You know, I, I don't necessarily think so. I mean, there are certain color, like a redhead, the go-to color for redheads has seemed to be green. Um, I think there's like that whole Ariel mermaid 
messaging there. Um, because of that, I, that's the only color that I really tell people of a certain hair color to avoid because it's so cliche. I've seen it done so many times. Um, but obviously, whether you're a blonde, brunette, you have black hair, um, whether you have purple hair, orange hair, green hair, obviously those are exceptions. But I don't really think it matters. I think it's more what works with your um, with your natural complexion because we can find hues within any color that suits our need for your brand that will work with your hair color. Okay. Now, what about skin tone? Does that play a role in what colors you should wear? Yes, absolutely. So you want to know what your undertones are for your skin. Um, and you can do that really quickly. So if you're listening, I want you to look at the veins on the underside of your wrist. And if they are blue, you have what we call a cool skin tone. And if they read a little bit more green, you have a warm skin tone. Um, most dress shops will be able to help guide you in that direction direction. But if you have warm skin tones, um, you look great with yellow undertones. So anything um, that's has a yellow bit of a tint to it, oranges, etc. Um, that's your direction. If you have blue, so if you're a cool tone, you want like a purplish undertone. Um, and that's really the biggest thing to keep in mind. But of course, depending upon what shade you fall into with those undertones, I mean, I could never pull off a blush tone on stage. It would just wash me right out. It's, I have a I have a neutral skin tone. I'm, I'm fortunate. Um, I'm more cool tone, but I could never do it because it would just wash me out. However, olive skin tones have a great tan, look phenomenal in blush. So it's really important to first identify whether you're cool or warm and then figure out which colors on that spectrum really suit that complexion. So good. Okay, now would it be best to go into phases of competition based on how you've like laid out this podcast? Would you want to go to like evening gown interview or do you want to go more personality type? Let's talk personality first. Okay. I think that's probably the best way to do it. Um, so for example, I always say, and I know if you've listened to our podcast before, I, I always want girls to identify what three words describe them. And it's not just any three words. It's three words as it pertains to who they are as a title holder. So if your words are fresh, effervescent, personable, you, we're not going to want to put you in a black gown because it just doesn't make sense. Or even navy for that, for that matter. We want you to continue that personal brand all across the board. So yellows, magentas, purples, blues, anything that evokes that same calming, authentic vibe, you'll want a judge to be able to remember when they see you. I love that. I am effervescent black. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. I like that. I've also heard it said this, and um, I really enjoyed this analogy that like, if you have a really aggressive personality in an interview, if you wear something really bright, that it can be like, whoa, uh, it could be too much for the judges. Well, and yes. And I, I wouldn't say necessarily say anything bright because I wore bright yellow and I am over the top energy, I think the color to avoid, if that's the case, is red. And the reason is these judges are real people. And red is already a striking color. If you come in with a off-the-wall, great commanding personality and you're in red, they're going to step back and they're going to put their guard up because it's too much to take in at once. So um, that, that I totally agree with you, Stephen. I would say red is the key color there. I think if you do wear a bright color, a cobalt blue, if you have a strong personality, that's a great color that gives off a soothing aura that is a perfect match for that strong personality. Um, I, I did yellow because 
my whole vibe was celebration and spirit, et cetera. So that was able to work without being overpowering. Hmm. So my, the girl that I dated that got me into uh, pageantry was she was a woman of color. So she was talking about an interview, how her coach said that she needed to tone down her colors because she was both like, like you, like very, I mean, demonstrative, used her hands a lot to speak. But then in addition to that, um, like she was a woman of color. So that's what her coach was saying that she needed to tone down like what she was wearing in an interview. Have you found that to be true? Like with a white girl versus a woman of color, if they have that same kind of, uh, I don't want to say like aggressive personality, but the same like really strong outgoing personality that one needs to tone it down more than the other. I actually don't think so. Um, I have seen some amazing women of color pull off bright red um, because their personality was a little bit more on the demure side. I've seen women of color pull off white. The white family is so beautiful on deeper complexions. So for interview, it just gives off that glam vibe. Um, but otherwise, I don't necessarily believe that that's true. I think figure out who you are in that th- those three words of who you suggest that the judges want to pick as their title holder. Um, and go from there. But otherwise, I, I don't necessarily think so. Gotcha. Okay, now let's transition. We were talking more interview. And I do have a follow-up. Well, no, I'll save it. So let's transition to uh, <laughs> evening gown now Okay. Um, on stage. Give sure. us kind of some broad strokes on, on how to choose the right color in evening gown. So the, I'm going to give you the most perfect example of all time. Oh, Olivia I, Jordan. Ready. I am ready. Oh, you're so ready. <laughs> so Olivia Jordan, gosh, it's a shame that I, can't, I think it's, she was Miss USA 2015 or 2016. I don't remember. Regardless, y'all know Olivia Jordan. Look her up. She's super gorgeous, super famous, all that great stuff. She is an, a stunning blonde, extremely tall model-esque figure. She was also one of the oldest women to compete in her class for Miss USA. So she was right around the 26, 27 area. And because of that, she made the genius decision of wearing a hot pink gown and evening gown. So what that did is it gave this impression of vibrancy, youthfulness, even though she was on the higher end of the age division. That's awesome. I mean, and then on the younger, so if you're just coming in, should you default to something more like black? I wouldn't necessarily say to default, but I would say richer tones. So you're not going to want to do a hot pink. Instead, if pink is your color and that's your signature, go for a deeper magenta, perhaps something that's a little bit more sophisticated. Um, Those hot tones like hot pink, um, electric teal, orange, etc., can make you look teen and essentially more prom. So richer, more deep tones for those younger divisions or the younger contestants in a division we're going to be competing against someone that could be five years older than you plus. And I say that for a lot for Mrs. Contestants, our VIP Mrs. Contestants, who are just breaking into that division who are in their mid-20s or so competing against women that could be in their 50s. So it's really important that you make a decision that fits, okay, well, we need to be a businesswoman, we need to be marketable, et cetera. Um, So usually we take that into our decision-making. Yeah, you hear a lot of talk about particular systems and like what colors work best in the systems. Can you even say that anymore, or is that just all just uh, superstition? So you always hear the phrase, winners wear white, and that's, pageantry across the board. But when you think about it, if 50% of the girls are competing in white, the odds are the winner will probably also be wearing white. So that is, in my opinion, is a self-perpetuated 
myth. Um, I've seen plenty of women win in something other than white. I mean, look at the last few years um, at Miss USA. Um, I will actually forget that because I think um, both Deshauna and Cara competed in like a neutral metallic. But before that, Nia was in red. Olivia was in pink. Um, Nia's first runner up. Um, Audra was in like, I guess Kelly green, I would call the color emerald green. So I, I don't think that's true anymore. And I'm mad at myself because when I was competing, I went with a black gown because that was my personality at that point. I was the, I was the businesswoman. I was the strong woman. Um, and I wanted to wear yellow. My heart told me yellow and I said, yellow won't win. And then of course, like now looking back, I'm like, I just didn't have the right gown in yellow, but you know, Hindsight's twenty twenty. I got the crown. I shouldn't even be thinking about that anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, as a as a woman, right? I mean, you just you, some guys miss out on like or reminisce on oh business opportunities. Girls are like, oh, had the perfect opportunity to wear the perfect dress in yellow, and I missed it. Daggone! What would it have been like? I know. I know. Well, that's why I did my farewell gown was a, a custom Sherry Hill. And I did a, a yellow gown that was um, I helped design, and that was like my dream gown. So I got to redeem myself. Nice, nice. Um, okay, so in particular systems, don't listen to the hype. You don't need to wear nope. like white for Miss America. You don't need to go with something pink or blue for Nam or something like that. Just wear what nope. makes you feel beautiful and that complements your skin tone. Yep, and I would definitely say teens and under, steer, steer clear from black because you have your whole adult life to wear black and have that sophistication. The exception, I think there was a NAM title holder this year in the teen division and she had a black and white patterned gown. So she was still able to bring out that freshness, that um, more, I guess, fashion forward sense of like a teenager today. So I would say just as a rule of thumb, enjoy colors, enjoy showing off your personality. So that is one of the only blanket statements I will make today is just teens and under steer clear from black. Okay. Now, what about, you know, like, for example, NAM uses the same stage kind of year in, year out, especially nationals, and they actually ship the stage to different states. Um, and then yeah. a lot of the same state and local pageants also use the same backdrop for the stage. If you have a darker backdrop, should you wear a lighter color? If you have a lighter backdrop, should you wear a darker color? How does that relationship work? Yeah, that can absolutely come in to play. I think it should be one of the last things you think about because you're not in control. They could have used the same stage for 10 years and you show up on the 11th year with an, a dress that would look phenomenal against that background and they might have changed it. So I say keep it in mind, but don't make decisions based upon it. So that's the first thing I'll say about it. But like, if you can have photo evidence of past contestants walking on that stage with that same background, look at those photos, see how different colors read and see if anything blends into the background or pops. Um, I made a mistake. I, there was a gold back, backdrop and I wore a gold gown and I truly looked like a floating head. I'll have to send you that picture, <laughs> Stephen. It is hysterical. Um, but if you do know what that could be, use it to your advantage. Um, but I would say don't make a ton of decisions on it. If you know it's a dark backdrop, Obviously, um, whites, metallics, um, blushes, if your skin tone works with those, neons, if you, if your brand and your age division allows you to kind of explore in that direction. Um, if, it's a, if it's a brighter color, richer colors, jewel tones look so beautiful uh, against um, white backdrops. So keep it in mind, not the be all end all. Okay, got it. So almost like if you're in between two dresses, 
you can't decide, look to the backdrop and say, what is it? Okay, it's dark. The stress is dark. This one's lighter. Go with this one. Yeah. And if you, if you're really stressing about a backdrop, I get it. Like I like to be in control as well. So I like to have no secrets or surprises. Email your, email your director and say, Hey, I'm just curious. Um, doing my final selections for wardrobe. Do you have any idea what the backdrop of the stage will be? And if they say, Nope, no idea, leave it alone. Say, thanks so much. Looking forward to seeing you at the pageant, whatever. Um, of course you want to be nice and diplomatic. Um, but if they're able to provide that information, use it to your advantage. I mean, again, I don't think a judge is going to knock you down based on how it relates to the backdrop, but it will, it might have more of that aha moment when you step on stage. Yeah. And maybe it'll appear awesome in person, but maybe just in the photos, it might look a little off because of lighting, et cetera. So, yeah. Um, fun fashion, talent, any uh, broad strokes there? Well, a question that I often get, and I want to talk about it is, do I wear the same color for every phase of competition? Um, I don't know if you've ever heard that question, mm -hmm. Stephen. Yep. All the time. And um, I have two different answers for it. In a USA state pageant where you're competing against potentially 30 girls and up, that could be a na I mean, gosh, I shouldn't even have ruled out USA only. If you're competing against 30 or more contestants, the most important thing that you are is memorable. That judge, you want them to latch on to something about you. Oh, you're, you're the volunteerism girl or you're the blogger girl. But visuals will also come into play pretty dramatically. So if you know you have a lot of competition, it might be in your best interest to follow the same color or color family because if they see you in an interview and they fall in love with you in a purple dress and then you walk on stage in a yellow dress and they just, they're like, oh, I think I like this girl. I don't quite remember. But if you wear that exact same hue of purple, they're like, oh yeah, that was the girl. I love that girl. You never know, but that having that extra element of sensory connection can help you. And especially when this is often a game of who makes the biggest impression, um, that can be a huge a huge booster. If you're in a competition where there's not as much of a volume of competition, say play around with colors. As long as they fit within that brand, um, go for it. But it's not something that I want you to panic about if you've already purchased your wardrobe for your next pageant. But moving forward, keep that in mind. Could it also work? Like, could that strategy also work to the girl's negative? Like, if a judge didn't like that color on her and like, God dang. Now she's in a purple evening gown. Now she's in a purple fun fashion. Do you see it also maybe working in that area too? Or if girls or if judges latch onto it, they primarily latch onto it in the positive. So I think the only way it could come back negatively if you've chosen the wrong color. And when I say the wrong color, I mean it in two different ways. First, is it clashing with your complexion and your natural coloring? And the second is, is it clashing with your brand? Is it just not jiving with who you say you are? So it's creating a mental barrier like, who is this girl? Can I really trust her? So I would say those are the two things. So what you can do is I would ask five trusted friends to look at that picture of you and something in that color and say, what do you think this color says about me? And maybe have them go that way. Got it. What a, well, before I move on, anything else to add to that particular, um, I guess the clothing, broad strokes, different phases. Did I miss anything? 
I don't think so. I think we covered pretty much everything. In a recap, my blanket statements, again, no black for teens or younger. And be strategic with your choices as far as what your brand is and what colors you're choosing. Got it. What about these girls that wear colored eye contacts into interview? I mean, does it even matter? Does it potentially hurt them more than help them? What's your thoughts? Well, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of color contacts. Um, I do think that women of color wear them um, because it makes their eye color pop. And there are such things as enhancers. So they're not quite full color lenses because those can be glaringly obvious. So work with your eye doctor to see if they have something that would just maybe add a little bit more depth to your eye color um, if you're going to consider them at all. I personally think your makeup artist should be able to recognize your eye color and be able to give you a makeup coloring on their eyes to make them pop otherwise without using those um, because we just talked about colors working negatively in your wardrobe. This could definitely work negatively with you in interview because you're so close to judges. And if it looks artificial, that's a red flag automatically. I mean, we know pageant girls use fake eyelashes and extensions and fake tan and all of that stuff, but your eyes are the window to your soul. Have, have you ever heard that before? Totally. Yep. Eyes are so telling. And if they can't trust your eyes, that is a red flag for most people. I mean, have you ever been on a date with somebody that has color contacts? It's really unnerving. <laughs> Actually, I have never. But I have went on a date with someone who couldn't make eye contact with me, and that was unnerving. Ugh. I'm like, what Gosh. are you looking at? Um, yeah, right? Yeah. So I would say, like, if it's if you can get by and they are not noticeable – I would say maybe go for it, but I would say trust two people, your eye doctor who would be able to provide you with something that would be more of an enhancer versus a changer and to your makeup artist to say, what can we do to make my eyes pop? I feel like they might be a little dull um, the way they are now. Could we use some other colors and maybe enhance it? So I would say there's other ways to get around it if you feel like your eye color is dull. That's great. Um, okay. What other question should I be asking that I have not asked yet? Well, let's talk personality. Let's talk okay. uh, maybe maybe let's talk about some examples of some some contestants, what their personality is like, and some colors that might work best for them. Okay, so if you're a bit more just conservative professional, um, what kind of colors should I don't want to say professional? If you're more conservative in your approach, more um, even toned in your conversation, what colors would work for them? Yeah, so that's a great question. And I also would take into consideration that person's age. So if they are 19 competing in the Miss Teen USA organization, that's the top of the age division, I would definitely say I would want to see them in a deep jewel tone because we want them to stay teen because they still have to be able to relate to kids that are 13 or they're competing against girls that are 14, 15, potentially, we still need to have, have them to have a freshness, a youthfulness, a vibrancy. So I would say a jewel, like a, a rich jewel tone. So a magenta, a turquoise, uh, an emerald green, something that doesn't age them too much, um, but still can portray that business mindset. Okay. So what about a girl that just talks with her hands a lot, uses a lot of voice inflection, a lot of facial expression? She's just like really outgoing. And what age would you say this girl is? I would say that she's a miss and like 25. Okay. Cobalt blue is a soothing color. Anything in the blue 
the blue color family is going to give an impression of authenticity and trust for a judge. Um, and you'll sit down and they'll just kind of have an internal like, ah, moment. They'll feel soothed. And then you're going to start talking and you're going to blow them away with your great personality. So I would say anything that relates that. So, oh my gosh, what if you even wore a sky blue? How beautiful would that be for that age group and that personality? So anything in the blue family, even you probably can traipse into the purple family for that. If you're over the top, think soothing. Think what color would make you feel at peace? And blue is usually a safe bet. So what if you're a Mrs. Ms. contestant and you're kind of the even of the road? Um, you're not too conservative, not too out there. It's just like you're just a good balance. So you want to pop if that's the case. If you are dancing on that line of professionalism, but you're still a hoot of a good time, have fun with your color choice. My goodness, play with it. And if you're a Mrs., um, you want to make sure that you're still able to showcase that you have an edge. Um, one color that's really underrated is coral. And I say coral ranging from an electric coral, like an electric orangey coral that could really go a long way, especially if you're olive toned or warm toned with a tan. Oh my gosh, it pops every time. Or a little bit of a pinkish coral because as a, I don't love Ms. Ms. or Mrs. in pink in general. It's not my favorite, but it does work for some people. Um, but if you have a little bit of an orange tint to that pink, it might read a little more professional. Okay. And then for some of the moms that are listening... What about um, you got like a preteen contestant and we'll say that like she's still really shy. Still really shy, so preteen so contestant. More, conser- more conservative. She's just kind of like she talks with a lower tone voice um, and she's just really just that sweet but not like, hey, how are you doing? So – I would definitely steer clear of white for that contestant. If she's really shy, you want to give her a color that at least can elevate her personality visually, but not doing so that it's uncharacteristic. So pastels, um, pastel purple, pastel pink, pastel blue, pastel green, any of those, I think Easter egg colors um, would probably do a nice job, but tone it back a little bit and maybe use sparkles instead of color to be able to communicate her personality because it's probably in there. She's probably a diamond in the rough that we just haven't pulled out of her shell. So allow that to shine. Totally. Okay. Now, did I miss anything? You know, I think we're, I think we're in the clear. I just want to make sure that those that are listening, I know we threw a lot at you. And if your favorite color was mentioned as a do not go zone for you, that doesn't mean you can't wear it at all. Think about maybe color blocking. So hang on one second. I'm going to cough. You can cough. It's okay. I want to hear a loud, high-pitched sneeze. Like, tee. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, Stephen, tell a, tell a joke. Let me clear my throat, and I'll be back in our gif. No, well, I'm going to keep staying on this um, on this theme here. It, it's, you know, have you ever, like, been around someone, and then they just sneeze, and then you look at them like, whoa. I had no idea you would sneeze like that. And say everybody has that own little unique sneeze that just makes it them. Me, I always sneeze in twos. And I'm always like, so when I sneeze once. I'm a three sneezer. You're a three? Okay. Um, So much so that I always come up with like, because people say bless you. And then they'll say God bless you. And I just say thank you squared. That's that's my that's my go to. Because I always sneeze in twos. So I'm just like thank you squared. Um. There you go. 
Where were we before you had your snooze All right. Fest? So what I was okay. saying, what I was saying, so if we said your favorite color um, and we asked it for your personality, think about ways you can utilize it in other ways that it's not the dominant color. So if we said you, you are over the top personality, but your favorite color is red, maybe you can wear a white dress for interview and pair it with some red accessories. Or maybe you can do... Um, gosh, purple and red actually looks really great together. I'm not sure if anyone's brave enough for that, but if you wanted to be, or even turquoise and red. So if that's your favorite color and you want to embrace it, go for it. That's the first thing I'll say. The second thing I'll say is really think about how those three words come into play. And if you feel like you are, again, we talked about the word effervescent, so we'll bring it back there, and you've chosen a pink color palette. Say you're a teen and you're effervescent but you're a teen in the upper age group um, and you want to showcase that sophistication, think about how that comes into um, how you can play that up with your silhouettes. So if you're going to wear hot pink, but you want to show sophistication, make sure you're wearing a fitted evening gown with that hot pink, or it's got a more sophisticated neckline. Maybe it's a higher neckline. Maybe you're not wearing as much bling um, in that dress. So just because you've chosen those three words doesn't mean that's all you have to be. If you have layers to your personality, make sure it all just works together. So does the silhouette speak sophistication, but the color is more fun or vice versa. If you chose, if you chose navy for your color because you feel like you're more sophisticated, but you do have a fashion edge, how can you choose your fashion choices that are more fun and playful yet still can fit into that navy color palette? So you don't have to be a one-note personality when we talk about how this comes into your pageant wardrobe decisions you can always juxtapose the two based on style and color that's awesome okay so how can the girls work more directly with you if they wanted to reach out and just contact you direct yeah so the way that you can get in contact with me is by visiting pageantplanet.com backslash coaching we have all sorts of options, whether maybe you're in the early stages of your wardrobe selection and you want to just talk it through. We can have a one-on-one -on -one session, one-off session where we talk about, okay, who are you? What is your coloring? And what are the best choices? What is the best option for you? If you're looking for something more hand-holding where you want to send me pictures of things you're looking at and you want feedback within 24 hours, that's our VIP membership. Love to have you as a part of that. We love our girls so much. Um, any of our contestants that work with us, we adore you. So pageantplanet.com backslash, backslash coaching. You can reach out to us and figure out what the best coaching fit for you would be. Awesome. Thank you, Jesse. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the Pageant Planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.